Yes. Welcome everyone to the Love Change Podcast. This is Amor. My name is Kay. And today we would like to talk about friendship and how much value and meaning is in friendship when you're going through change. Um, despite the fact how long you know people, sometimes they can be just the right people to bring you through the hardest of change in a very short time of period. So mm. we would like to dive deeper into that topic. Friendship and change. Lovely topic. If you're listening, you care about change. We do this every Tuesday. Only promise we make to you is that we're going to be uh, open and honest, uh, share the nitty gritty, the ugly stuff that's uh, involved with change. And um, we appreciate you listening in, tuning in, watching. If you're not catching it live, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple. Loving your uh, comments, loving your responses and loving change absolutely um yeah amor i feel like the two of us really have a different uh, friendship profile in that sense that i have been moving countries quite some in my past and you really have a big and solid friendship base here in the netherlands people that you have really known from school mm. And I myself really, uh, yeah, those people I don't have anymore in that sense or very, very few connections. Mm. And sometimes I look at it and I'm envious in, uh, you know, how many years you know each other. I think that really makes a big difference in uh, how you connect, right? Mm, yeah, I agree that definitely it's nice to have people who you have history with. Mm. Um, but doesn't always mean that it's better or something not necessarily better but i guess you know each other with all the quirks and i think in my case like i've done so many different business projects mm -hmm. that a lot of my friends like i kind of feel embarrassed sometimes what is coming now <laughs> yeah i kind of feel embarrassed like oh what are you doing this time what are you doing this time and um Yeah, in that sense, a lot of my friends don't know each other also. So I have like different mm -hmm. parts of my mm -hmm. personality, but I think that's normal. A lot of people have that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think from every phase in my life, like from high school, I have basically one friend with his brothers mm -hmm. that I hang out with. Mm -hmm. Delgonzo's shout outs to Luca Luca <laughs> Delgonzo the newest edition somebody yeah. got a kid congratulations then from uh, university I have a bunch of friends that I actually don't see that often mm -hmm. but I do yeah I do care about friendship I really enjoy visiting people like before my accident I was always all over the country with my motorcycle mm-hmm And after my accident, I definitely went through some lonely passages when I was less mobile. Mm -hmm. And that was also interesting to see that which friends would just come and visit me without asking or whatever. They would just always be there because they mm -hmm. also value my presence in that sense. So mm -hmm. I got, a, got to learn a lot about people there. And they were also... Yeah, finding me when they were grow going through difficult mm -hmm. change, like breakups and and what else is there? Yeah, loss of job, uh, change of career. 
So yeah, loss of loved ones in that sense. Also. Yeah, yeah, people passing Illness. away, all those things. Yeah, yeah, just concerns about your family health. Mm. So in that sense, I guess my high school friend, we have the biggest bond. I would consider it and. The people that I met afterwards, uh, I also shared the bonds with and all of them definitely uh, were very shocked with me going through that um, accident, the, the handicap and uh, yeah, each and every one of them deals with it differently also. Mm -hmm. But I don't get the part that you're like, I'm envious. What are you actually uh, yeah, I think wishing you, for yourself that you miss? I think you just really spend parts of your childhood with them. Childhood, uh, I have childhood teenage friends. Yeah, teenage friends. That part, and that part I definitely... But uh, we also kept it up afterwards. Like It's yeah. not like you can spend a couple of years as teenagers and then never see each other again. Yeah, because distance-wise, I just cannot... You know, that's what I mean. But you moved a lot of places. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think, but that's not per se the reason that some people don't have as much friends. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, plenty of people yeah. stay in the same place, never move and just stick to one or two friends. Yeah. I just care about having friends. I like. I do too. <laughs> just as a side enough. note. Not enough. Not enough. <laughs> no, but I invest and I am proactive mm -hmm. and I call people up and I show up and I mm -hmm. don't wait for my friends to call me. Mm -hmm. That's one thing I don't do is just like wait for that stuff to happen yeah. by itself. I love what you said. Uh, I think it was last year when you said usually on Christmas, around Christmas, you would bake brownies mm. and then go around to wherever you would know someone, drop a piece. Yeah. Take, have a nice conversation and connect and bond again. I think this is really a beautiful gesture to do. I don't do it anymore, though. Yeah, but maybe <laughs> it's something to pick it up again. Yeah, I think, I think I'll, I think I, I'm happy with how much I see my friends. And also, usually I'm gone around Christmas these days. Mm -hmm. So I do a lot of catching up and just uh, seeing people throughout the year. Before I was mostly busy throughout the year, so I wouldn't be able to see all the people that I cared about. Okay. So, so then I would make sure that before the end of the year, I would see them mm -hmm. and drop some brownies. But when I realized that if I don't drop brownies, nobody's making the effort to see each other before the end of mm -hmm. the year. And some people do. Then I was like, okay, this is interesting. Let me mm -hmm. adjust the list of people for who I would go out yeah. of my way. Yeah, good one. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's also important that it feels effortless, um, the friendship in that sense. It's not just one-sided. Mm. Um, reaching out to people and like, uh, yeah, it feels like every time you're the person that reaches out or does something or goes out of their way as you say it. Mm. I think that's also something that for me is one, one pillar for a friendship. Sad thing is, like, I have a friend of mine, I love to see him, I reconnect with him often whenever I'm around, I'm like, hey, I'm in town, you want me to come say hi? And he, for instance, doesn't respond. And as much as that saddens me, I also know he's going through a difficult period. Mm -hmm. But I'm, like, when I'm see him, when I'll see him, I'll see him. Or if he doesn't care to reconnect right now, mm -hmm. that's what it is. But 
I guess. Uh, yeah, I'm curious about you. Like, what do you do in absence of friends? In well, do you mean that? Yeah, you if you if you're like, hey, I would like to have more people to hang out with or or mm -hmm. friends to see. What do you do mm. to to deal with that desire? I think honestly, um, I grew up as a single child, so I think that also has an influence. Um, I'm pretty good, for example, in bigger groups. I'm pretty good on one-on-one -on -one mm. with people. I'm not really good at like speaking to multiple people at the same time. So mm. I think that also is a reason why my friendship circle is in some sense a bit smaller. Really care for a deep connection. I think also in the course of the uh, last three years going through my burnout, mm -hmm. most people I would be talking to on a regular basis and seeing kind of yeah, evaporated in that sense. And I really didn't feel like there would be, I don't know, enough um, open-mindedness um, to maybe see me transforming as I did. And mm -hmm. it was a big transformation. Like sometimes, and what made you think that there wouldn't be open-mindedness? Um, I don't know if there was like literally not no response coming or I don't know. I would be the only one making an effort or, mm. you know, like if you see someone going through a rough patch, I think it's also good to just be like, hey, if you need something, let me know. Mm. Like a friend of mine recently, uh, she lost her husband. Hmm. and uh, we haven't had contact forever but I was like hey whenever you need me I'm just dropping you that message hmm. give me a call I'm here for you and that doesn't mean that she needs to reach out back you know it's just like I think it's a beautiful gesture about you, yeah. to say hey I'm really thinking about you or hmm. yeah the the magic of today meeting a really good friend of mine Eric who just texted me saying hey I'm in town are you uh, are you in town too do you have time and like yeah to just bump into each other and like him being here for some affairs to settle and just being like hey do you have time i think this is really something beautiful and that shows that the friendship is both ways i believe you know and if you if you kind of don't feel that then i think it's also okay to yeah to let go and uh, recalibrate for yourself mm -hmm. And I think it was really a good time for me also because I have really been a different person and someone to to expect someone to go with you through the same mm. and come out the other way, I think is also not easy. So in that sense, I also really found many new people mm. um, during the last years that just have been in a different headspace. And I think that's something that really then matches that moment, you know? So you're saying like you're becoming a new you and with that becoming you automatically have new friends or something in some sense you find people exactly in that time where you are mm. like rafa is really an amazing example shout mm. out to those wonderful people cool. that we just have been on a wedding so cool. um yeah i mean we met each other in like the darkest time in our lives and both have been really in a dark place and what we had was highly therapeutic to spend time with each other and really lift each other up and mm. kind of work through that process of, uh, yeah, both not knowing uh, which way it's going to be. Um, so I think that's the interesting part, which you say that like when you met each other, both of you were in a dark page of your life. Mm -hmm. 
and that created a certain bond. If I look at most of my friends, uh, maybe not per se on paper, we, but most of my friends we met in difficult periods or like somebody mm -hmm. was going through something mm -hmm. and then the people who are there when you are going through something, mm -hmm. those you just trust, you know. You know That's what I mean, yeah. Yeah, you know you're good. But actually what I also hear you saying, and I'm curious about if you agree with that, is that a lot of the people that you knew, that you considered friends, etc., um, you were not sharing your vulnerabilities with in that sense back then. Also, yeah. And then, then that friendship is also less deep. Deep. Or yeah, it definitely lacks a certain depth. Mm. But I think it was also both ways, you know, in some sense. So the working me was just the everything happy jolly everything is fine person mm. and not the one being yo i feel shit i feel this i really struggle yeah so many questions just... unanswered but just so if you only show the sunny side um, then i think it's also difficult both ways so really both mm. people then i think uh, you're not even aware that the other person might also have the the, the flip of the coin you know mm. So I think that's something that you just discovered. Yeah, I think uh, the the fact that you also always had a relationship also Most of the time, yeah. impacts how big your so-called friends or your desire to have friends is because there's somebody always there. I don't think that relationship had the impact on that. It was just mm. my limited time that I had to spend with people. Mm. Like apart from my working hours, all I was caring about is doing gym and getting a little bit of rest. Yeah. So it's not even that I was like, oh yeah, I have a boyfriend, so I'm not going to see my friends. It was no, it like, takes up time. Night. Like you, you had you had a little time available and then some of that time would also be spent with your boyfriend and stuff. Yeah, but I think honestly, when I was living still in Germany in my last years, um, we would have friends pretty often over for okay. barbecuing and really we had a little balcony in that place I was living. Mm -hmm. And so we would really have friends over, especially on Sundays. It was like really more of a social day okay. to see people go out, etc., etc. So not necessarily that that was like filling up for no, I wouldn't say so. Just in general, the the little amount of time that I had for myself, also that's a portion that you should keep, right? I really didn't have much time for myself. So mm -hmm. that free time that I had was a portion for myself, <coughs> for the boyfriend and for some friends. But yeah. Yeah, I just find it really fascinating, um, like how differently you can bond with people. But I believe really when you go through change, you also... You kind of are more susceptible to um, someone going along the way. You know, I really feel like the people I met in the last three years mm. have like bonded with me so deeply that mm. it's just really a difference to most of the people that I know for the, for a long, long time. So I find when you really go through a lot of change and you find someone who is either in a similar place or is having a lot of compassion and um, space for you, I think you really bond on a deeper level. Like seeing Eric today, the thing he said, he's like, look at you, what is it, three years now? Um, you two met and three a years half. ago? Yeah, and he's like, you have been in such a 
crazy headspace, super stressed, super, yeah, not by yourself. And now you're really so connected, doing all the beautiful things. See the you of the two of you mm. doing that podcast, going to Colombia, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's like really, yeah. He kind of like walked away with me, you know. Mm. It was really wonderful. So I really find if you are in a big, big change. I think there is a big struggle between um, allowing people mm. to like be in your life because you might be too vulnerable yourself and you're like, oh, I don't want to show that weakness. I don't want to open up. But I really feel allowing people in those dark periods is going to help you so much. It's really powerful. Um, also what Rafa said on the weekend, he's like, yeah, she really helped me so much to go through that dark patch. Mm -hmm. For me, it didn't feel like that. I just felt we've been there for each other and that was beautiful, but not that like, mm -hmm. you know, there was so much more in it, but I really feel that despite that I want to close off, not let someone be around me because I'm meh and I'm not great to deal with or I'm not great to be around. Mm -hmm. um, I find there is a lot of value to win. And uh, one of my best friends uh, recently, we've been talking and I was really not feeling great. And I was like, yeah, just let me be miserable mm -hmm. for, a, for a bit of time. And she, she called me later. She was like, I found that so powerful because mm -hmm. you just said, yeah, I don't want to be cheered up. I just want to be miserable no. and to also admit that and be like, yeah, I'm not feeling great. And I just let me be miserable is also yeah, mm. a very powerful thing to say, you know, because you know that friendship will buffer for that. That friendship will understand that. Mm. Right? Yeah, I agree. I think uh, if I reflect on what you're saying over the years, I think it's also really no important to know what friends you have for what. Yeah. You know, there In are some, some there are some people you call for parties. Yeah. Um, there are some people you call for a cup of coffee. Some people you like having dinner with. Like I have. Yeah, I'm more the holistic approach. What does that I don't mean? have like one friend for partying only really don't no i'm i'm not saying i have for partying only but uh i have some people that i do more stuff it's like layers of friends yeah like like there are people that you party with and you get along with mm -hmm. and then there are people that you do stuff with and then there are people that help you in life also mm -hmm. and you help them those layers i mean yeah and for me i was pretty radical about certain things at some point that I was like, okay, you're not a good friend or, or I don't want to be friends with you anymore. Mm -hmm. And then reflecting on that, I was like, no, actually, you're not a bad friend. You're just a friend to a certain extent. Purpose, yeah. And then that's also fine. Mm -hmm. And you might. Yeah, there is some value, I think. Like one of my oldest friends was like yeah you also you you had this quality of just not knowing how to stop from childhood on and i didn't ever realize that he oh, saw wow. that in me as a kid when we were like seven eight nine you know wow That's... and then for somebody like that wow. who i don't see anymore to to see and share with and then hear that then i'm like oh damn this runs deep so I think the value of friends, whether they are shallow or, or deep, mm -hmm. is still that they have a certain recollection of you. 
mm-hmm. and they, they play a role in you also seeing how much you are changing mm-hmm. and at the same time what i wanted to add is for instance now that we want to change location we want to move mm-hmm. to colombia mm-hmm. i have very dear friends who are against it because that's too painful for them yeah. to deal with us being gone and i have friends who support that because they're like yeah it's going to be a more comfortable life or whatever mm-hmm. we'll visit and that's also an important thing i see with people is that when you change immensely uh, not always is your surrounding receptive of it mm-hmm. absolutely and then you can also see what friendships are self-interested or which friendships are more like mm-hmm. what's best win-win so if you're changing that's okay mm-hmm. i will get used to the new you yeah and i like your sense of humor i hope that stays yeah. let's see what happens next so yeah, also seeing the value and why we want to do it you know it's not that we woke up and be like yeah, no no I'm, not, I'm besides that everybody goes through change and then yeah i don't know simple example you become vegan your friends tease you about it <laughs> your friends make yeah. vegan food when you come over give you carrot sticks that's it yeah and yeah uh, from that up to uh, you decide to change your career like you did mm-hmm. and throw all the shiny stuff away yeah um all these things it's i think it's always good to try to see who who latches on and who doesn't mm-hmm. instead of making the assumption that they're not open mm-hmm. for it so that's what i found interesting about your journey yeah um and at the same time i think it's uh yeah life is just way more beautiful with friends you know? absolutely oh my gosh yeah. yeah yeah experiencing things with people is just so much more exponential mm-hmm. valuable yeah anything to add I'm a bit uh, low on energy, uh, just had my uh, Pfizer vaccine, so uh, I don't have much to add. Okay, and I think that's it for today. Awesome, you want to do the close-up? Yeah, thank you so much for tuning in, really appreciating that. Please uh, give it a like, share, if something hit the right button with you, please share it with others, we really care to reach more people. You find us, as Amor said, on everywhere you would listen to your podcast under the Amumuto podcast, which means love change. And uh, we see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in. Love change out. Love change out.